Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Kesey, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as we look back at Union Men's Hockey's 5-2 victory over Stonehill in non-conference action Friday afternoon at Messerink. And the Union, for the majority of that game, dominated a Stonehill team that came into the game 0-12. Union gets back to 500 with the victory at 5-5. They'll try to get over to the 500 mark for the first time since starting the season 1-0 when they face Stonehill again on Saturday at 4 p.m. Like I said, Union dominated for the majority of the game. Uh, They held Stonehill without a shot in the first period. Union outshot. Stonehill 9-0. Could have had a few more shots on goal, and this was sort of a theme throughout the game that Union was a little too cautious. Uh, instead of taking shots, they were looking for that extra pass, and majority of the time it didn't work. And, and, and like I said, they gave up some great scoring opportunities. They did have a goal wiped out late in the first period. Uh, Nick Young's shot from the right point was a high, uh, tipped in by Nate Hanley, but his stick was above uh, the crossbar. So that goal didn't count. But for the most part, Union played a great first period and had, like I said, a nine shots of goal. Probably could have had more. And they held Stonehill without a shot through nearly a, uh, a period and a half of this game. Uh, yeah, Stonehill, their second year at Division One, but their first full year at playing a Division One schedule. And uh, it, it took some time for them to get going as well. And I, I think they played a pretty good game. Uh, goaltender uh, D- Dylan Milan was uh, solid in the Nets um, when he was tested. Made 26 saves in the game. Uh, Kyle Chauvet, the Union goaltender, not tested at all for the majority of the game. Uh, only faced, ended up only facing 12 shots, giving up two uh, third-period goals. We'll talk about those goals a little bit later. But it was a balanced attack for Union. Uh, four players with two points. Three of them uh, with a goal and assist. Uh, Carter Korpke, uh, Josh Nixon, and... Uh, Ben Tupker each had the goal and assist. Ben Tupker's first game since in getting an upper body injury in the first RPI matchup earlier this month. Uh, Tupker missed the next three games. Uh, he went on the North Country trip, but uh, it was I guess they wanted to play cautious uh, with him, and especially with the uh, two-week break after the uh, games up at Clarkson and St. Lawrence. It was best to give him a little bit of rest uh, and, and get him healthy and make sure he was ready to go. And he certainly was. Uh, he ended up with, with the game-winning goal early in the third period. So let's go over the goals. Uh, Union struck quickly in the second period in a 33-second uh, span of the period. Uh, Josh Nixon was positioned in front or in front of the net, and uh, John Prokop hit him with a nice pass, and um, all Nixon had to do was redirect it past uh, Milan to make it uh, 1-0. And then, um, like I said, 33 seconds later, off of a uh, turnover, in the left wing circle, Ben Tupker, I'm sorry, not Ben Tupker. Um, Colin Ferguson forced a turnover and he got it to um, uh, Tyler Watkins and he did damage. A nice shot that hit the post and went in and that made it 2 nothing Union. Him and in on the back door, but Nexon just stepped up and banged it in himself. Whoa, posted in. That's going to count. 
Union took a 2-0 lead into the third period, and it did not take him long to make it 3-0. Minute 21, and uh, Carter Corpy uh, hit Cullen Ferguson with a cross-ice pass. Ferguson was down the left side. Uh, Ferguson took a shot to the net, and Ben Tupper was positioned in front, and he got the tip. That made it 3-0 for the Garnet Chargers. Some numbers out of the zone. Corpy, feed, left side, move in, shot, score! Violent piece of it, it deflected off of him, went off the inside of the post and in. And there's the breathing room I was talking about. Tupker, maybe it was Tupker who got a piece of it on the way, because I think Ferguson took the shot from the left point. They, I don't know if they're going to take a look at this or not. Of course, that was the voice of uh, Matt Dubray on ESPN Plus uh, calling the uh, goal there, as he called the second goal as well. Uh, but uh, Stonehill was not going away. They were going to um, make this uh, union make uh, union work hard for this. And just uh, two uh, twenty three later, uh, Frank Ireland scored to make it three to one. And that seemed to uh, spark Stonehill. They uh, started to carry the play a lot more, and it looked like they were going to you know, get another shot at the uh, second goal. And there was, but Union kept kept away. And there were a couple of chances. Uh, Tyler Watkins and Billy Edmonton had some chances to shoot the puck there. And instead, they passed it up for an extra pass, and it didn't work. Uh, so you wonder if that was going to come in back, uh, maybe cost the uh, guard of charges. But it did not. Uh, with uh, 6.50 left in the game, uh, Carter Corpy came down on a 2-1-1 on the left wing. And he looked over uh, to uh, Jacob Jeanette on his right side and decided to shoot the puck. And he put it in to make it 4-1 to for the Garnet Chargers. Laser beam inside the top right corner, 4-1 Union. And less than two minutes later, uh, Cole Kotze scored on a one-timer on a nice pass from Josh Nixon. Kotze fired it from the right circle to make it 5-1 to one for Kotze. That was his first uh, career goal with Union. He had uh, spent the previous two years at Bentley, so he got uh, finally got his first goal for the Garnet Chargers. Uh, Stono added a late power play goal by former RPI player Henri uh, Schreifels uh, with 3.45 left in the game, and that Closed out the scoring for this game, a 5-2 Union victory. Uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, the post-game reaction from head coach Josh Halge and several of the uh, key players for the uh, Union Garner Chargers. Uh, so uh, stay tuned here on this post-game edition of the Parting Shots podcast. Hi, this is Matt Dubray, the play-by-play voice of Union College Hockey. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Shaw. It's the most historic conference in college hockey. It's a battle night in and night out. ECAC Hockey, an iconic conference home to 12 of the most prestigious universities and programs in the world, and showcasing the best student athletes in the sport. Top-notch facilities and arenas, incomparable traditions, passionate fans, alumni who go on to become elite professionals, leaders, and champions. ECAC Hockey. There's no experience like it. Want to get all the latest news from the Daily Gazette on your phone or tablet? We have an app for that. The Daily Gazette app allows you to read all the newspaper stories and columns from our dedicated team of journalists. The app is free. You can download the app from the Apple or Google App Stores. 
Hi, this is Tyler A. McNeil with the Daily Gazette. Hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous and healthy 2024. Welcome back to the podcast, and I hope everybody has a great holiday season. We have a lot of our Gazette colleagues wishing everyone uh, the best during this uh, 2023 holiday season. Uh, so let's uh, begin with the postgame festivities, and uh, Union men's head coach Josh Howes was first up, and he gave his thoughts on the 5-2 victory for the Garnet Chargers. Josh, you seem to complete control of this game, maybe except for part of the third period. But how pleased were you? You held them to four shots on goal through two periods and none in the first. Yeah, I thought we set the tempo, and that was something we've been talking about is trying to win the first five, um, you know, an area for us to improve. So I was really pleased with that. Um, you know, I thought in the third there were times where we just had a little bit of a lull, and uh, we talked about just creating our own energy. Um, you know, if, if things you know aren't, aren't going exactly how you are, you got to celebrate the little things. You don't have to make a big play. I thought guys were looking for the home run play instead of just playing simple. It seemed like though there's a few times in that game where they weighed one many too many passes when they had some open shots or a couple of slots before the uh, one of the goals in the third period there was a back to back I think Watkins and even in both had shots I heard I could hear somebody uh, yelling at uh, Watkins uh, to pass the puck back but it seems like they more than times than not there were too many opportunities that were let go with uh, one extra pass yeah I, I think that we have a tendency to you know look for the perfect play instead of just taking the play that's right in front of us and um, you know it can make for some unbelievable goals but you're giving up opportunities and I thought you know again we had some chances where we could have you know maybe you know finish the game off a little earlier if we just get pucks and bodies to the net. Were you concerned about any rust uh, coming in this uh, having played in two weeks it didn't look like there's any rust out there? Uh, I thought that our tempo and practice had been pretty good but you're always a little concerned just because you know now it's for real so um, I, I thought the guys came you know, ready and they, they prepared all week, so I was glad they got rewarded. Uh, ben Tupper returns the lineup, ends up with a goal and assist, the goal ends up to the game winner. I mean, how would you assess his performance coming back from uh, missing three games? I, I just think it's so huge to have him in our locker room, and you know, um, I thought his play was good, but it's just just having him in his presence on the bench and in the locker room, it goes a long way. So I think we're a different team than we have him. Was there any concern after that first period? You mean, I shot them nine nothing, but you didn't have a goal, and I mean, was there any? sense of worry or panic I, I think you know you'd have to be you know <laughs> I think you have a little bit of it's like self-doubt in that sense but I, I just believe in this group so much and I know if they keep playing the, the way they they can and just do the little things right we'll have success do you feel maybe after Ben's goal there maybe they let up just a little bit I, I, th- I think maybe then we thought hey let's uh you know go for that special highlight real goal or like let's try to you know cheat the game a little bit yeah so I, I thought we took the foot off the, our you know took our foot off the gas a little bit Cole's goal, and that was the one where he, he looked to his right and then took, took the shot beat. The goaltender was short side there. Uh, how good of a play was that, and how happy are you that he got his first union goal tonight? Yeah, he needed that. I mean, he's been doing a lot of things really well for us, but, like, he can score and he has that ability, and, um, you know, I think that was the big monkey off his back, and I'm excited to see how he, he takes off now because he needed that. Um, great pass by Josh Nixon there as well, so a um, couple nice goals. And Nixon also with a goal and assist in this game. How would you assess his play? Yeah, I thought he offensively was, you know, pretty dynamic. I thought, you know, he had a chance where, you know, semi breakaway as well. Um, he was creating every time he was out there, and, um, you know, I, I thought he was one of the better players on the ice. How are you going to look at the lineup for Saturday? Is it too early to tell at this point? Yeah, I, I think we'll watch the video back and, you know, try to make a, a decision that sets us up, you know, best for tomorrow as well as for the moving forward. And how happy with the balance scoring attack? I mean, five different players score goals, the three guys with. 
uh, goal and assist and uh, John Prokop with two assists. Yeah, I think when you look at it and, you know, you see that, like, you know, Brandon Beer, Caden Villegas, and, and Nate Hanley didn't score and we still he scored five. Like, I, I think that's something to be really excited about. I think we have a lot of depth up and down our lineup and, you know, a lot of different people can produce for us. Up next, we have four union players, uh, Ben Tupker, Josh Nixon, uh, Cole Kotze, and Carter Corpy. Ben, I'll begin with you. Um, three games you missed, you come back, you got a goal and assist. I mean, how good did it feel? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I just kind of wanted to make as much of an impact as I could. So um, the guys I played with were awesome tonight, and, um, yeah, I was glad I could contribute offensively. How frustrating was it for you to sit out? Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to sit out, so it was uh, definitely tough watching from the stands, but I thought the guys played well um, when I was gone, but obviously it's awesome to be back now. And talk about your goal. I mean, it makes it 3 nothing there. You were in the slot. It's in the right position for the tip. Um, yeah, I got a good breakout pass from Mel and then uh, kicked it out to Corpy when I got over the blue, and, um, you know, Ferg made a great pass, was able to find my stick. So, um, yeah, a lot of credit to those guys, and I was lucky that, uh, you know, it hit me before it went in. Josh, you guys, you know, dominated that first period, but don't come away with any goals. And you know, the one goal that was scored was taken was taken off the board with a high stick. So, how important was it for you guys to get you know, two quick ones there? You know, you starting it off there in the second period. No, before the game, like our goal was to get the first one. So, um, I mean, it took us a little longer than we expected, but uh, yeah, like you said, to get the first two were uh, were definitely crucial to for us to get that game today. It seemed like. There were other times you guys had opportunities to shoot the puck and maybe were looking that one pass too many. I think of a couple in the third period before uh, uh, the, the, the uh, one goal there. What, what, what do you have to do to just remember to you know, shoot the puck and not maybe try to do too much with it? No, I just thought the the goalie there today was was uh, was doing really well for them. So um, we got the shots where we could, but uh, I, I don't know. I feel like getting that nice extra pass. Um, I don't know. We gotta probably get that out of our game a few other times, but uh, once it goes in, it's like it looks pretty good, you know. Yeah, talk about your goal there. I mean, it was uh, that nice pass there from. Uh, oh yeah, I, I didn't really do much. Uh, I just kind of just got open the in the slot there, and uh, John was able to find my stick. Um, Carter, for you, you you you, know, you had that you know, goal there. Maybe reestablish things a little bit there and make it a three goal game. I mean, how important was that? That uh, was good. It was a good team win, uh, good effort out of all of us, and hopefully we can do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And Cole, for you, your first union goal, uh, talk about that. I mean, how nice was it to finally get that one? Yeah, no, it was definitely awesome. Uh, you know, and scoring your first, and especially in this program, uh, you know, it means a lot, and it, and it felt awesome. And, uh, you know, credit to this guy sitting next to me. It was a great pass, and, you know, I was fortunate to just collect it and get it on that. So. Yeah. Uh, what did you see on that one? Uh, I just, I kind of just saw a seam, and I, I was screaming for it. I think, uh, you know, everyone in the stands probably heard me calling for it. But I, I mean, you know, Nixie made a great play, and like I said, just try to get it off as quick as possible. So, hey, Carter, back to you. I mean, you had the two on one there. You looked to your right side. I was, that was the one for, you know, previous before that. There were two plays where uh, you guys gave up the shot, but you looked off, looked to your right wing, and then what did you see on that short side? Uh, Tufts did a good job getting getting off the wall and beating his up guy at the ice. Um, Jenner made a great pass as well and just kind of gripped and ripped it. Yeah. Uh, ben, uh, after you guys up three nothing there, it seems like maybe you let up a little bit there and, and they got that goal. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's kind of ebbs and flows in any game, and um, one thing that you know we put an emphasis on and try to get better at is just 
kind of keeping the pedal uh, to the metal when we take advantage of certain teams at times. So that's something we're still trying to improve on for sure. How important will it be to you know keep that momentum going on, on Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, you know, in order for us to do what we want this year, getting weekend sweeps is huge. So it's a great opportunity for us to do that tomorrow. How big was it to have a really balanced attack there? You know, three guys with the uh, goal and assist, uh, and then John with the uh, two assists. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the strength of our lineup. I mean, any given night, any line, and any guy can contribute. And I think we've seen that so far this year. So, um, yeah, we have confidence no matter who's out there at any time. So it's awesome. Coming up, I'll have my uh, three stars of the game and look at some of the finals on Friday in uh, ECC hockey play, all non-conference this weekend, and look ahead to uh, Saturday's schedule. So uh, stay tuned. This is Union College Baseball head coach John Muller. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. College hockey's elite teams, coaches, and student athletes. ECAC Hockey, 12 programs competing at the highest level. A league where champions are born and world class professionals are trained. Where history is abundant and a commitment to the cutting edge is unrivaled. The best facilities, the fiercest competition. ECAC Hockey, there's no experience like it. Hi, this is Betsy Hume Lynn from the Daily Gazette Company. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous and healthy 2024. Welcome back as we uh, get set to wrap up the podcast with uh, the three stars and uh, some of the scores and schedules uh, for ECAC hockey teams this weekend. Uh, uh, let's look over to three stars. My number three star, Carter Korpke, with a goal and an assist. Number two, Josh Nixon, also with a goal and an assist. And the number one star, Ben Tupker, returning to the lineup after a three-game absence. Uh, he had a goal and assist. He had the game-winning goal early in the third period that helped uh, Union beat Stonehill 5-2. to two. Uh, Let's look around some other action in ECAC hockey, uh, some of the games that are final That as, as I tape this segment. Uh, UMass came back to uh, beat Harvard 6-5 to over in uh, Bright Landry Hockey Center. Uh, UMass scored the final three goals of the game, including two in the third period to uh, down the Crimson. Ohio State defeated Princeton 6-3, to and Western Michigan took care of St. Lawrence 5-1. to Some other games going on uh, as of this taping that were not done yet. Uh, Niagara at Colgate, uh, Brown at Holy Cross, and Yale at Denver. Those final scores can be found at ecachockey.com. Uh, looking ahead to Saturday's schedule, a lot of games, uh, no conference games uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, of course, Union and Stonehill will meet again uh, on Saturday at 4 p.m. RPI returns to action after a two-week break. They'll start a two-game series at Houston Fieldhouse against Northeastern. That'll be a 3 o'clock start at uh, the Houston Fieldhouse. Uh, Dartmouth is at UConn. Uh, Princeton at Ohio State and St. Lawrence at Western Michigan will meet again, as will Niagara and Colgate in Hamilton, New York, and Yale and Denver in uh, Denver, Colorado. And it's the uh, big game down at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night, 8 o'clock, as uh, Cornell and Boston University get together. Boston University had a big win Wednesday night against Quinnipiac at home, down 2 nothing uh, in the third period. They rallied to score three goals, including a late power play goal uh, to take down uh, the defending national champions, Three to two. So uh, that'll wrap things up. Uh, we're back at it on Saturday. You can follow my uh, coverage of the Union game 
on Twitter and Threads. I uh, hope you get a chance to go over to Threads. It's a nice place to go. And, uh, of course, I'll be on Facebook. I'll be just about everywhere on social media. Uh, so it's, uh, I appreciate you guys following me. And don't forget, we'll have Josh Halge on uh, talking ho- uh, union hockey uh, later next week. Of course, the, the Garner Chargers get set to play Princeton and Quinnipiac next weekend at Mesa Rink. So we're a lot to talk about there with that. So, again, appreciate it. The story is up at dailygazette.com. Of course, it'll be in the print edition. I hope you can buy the print edition as well. And uh, you know, if we have 4 o'clock Saturday, it's Union and Stillhill round two. So we'll do it again tomorrow. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on Saturday. From the, from the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.